I personally found that that wasn't getting the results, good enough results for people. Um, of course, I could sit here as a small business owner and be like, yeah, I'm going to do that because it was great profit. And I'm like, yeah, give me your money. But that's not my objective. You know, I want to make sure that people get value for money. And I know that those two formats work really, really well for my audience. And it gets really, really good results, basically. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun and more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome along. Pull up a chair, grab a drink because I'd like to introduce you to someone. Wait, though, before I do that, I noticed something this week on the podcast app on my phone, which happens to be the podcast app on the iPhone, that you can no longer actually subscribe to a podcast. Wait, what? Yeah, I could be massively behind the times here, but the button to subscribe to a podcast has disappeared. Instead, apparently, you now follow a show, which I guess is basically the same as a subscribe, but maybe subscribe now refers to paid podcasts. I don't know. But if you love this show and you've been wondering how to make sure you don't miss any episodes, which you'll want to do because we've got some big changes coming up in the new year, then on an iPhone, at least, click the three dots in the upper right-hand corner of the podcast app, and that should give you the option to follow an episode. As for other phones and other apps, I've got no idea, but it's probably something along the same ideas. Find the subscribe or the follow or the keep up with or the make sure you don't miss or whatever it is, and make sure you click that button so you don't miss any episodes that are coming out in the future. If you want to start making an impact in your business today, then you really should follow my three-step seven-day booking boost strategy. Now, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook, which lays everything out for you. Now, it's now been downloaded by thousands of beauty business owners worldwide, and I get emails every week about how it's helped transform businesses from those starting out to those that, you know, had got a bit stale. It's called the seven day booking boost. And it's quite simply three things that if you follow diligently for seven days, will start to deliver a massive change in your appointments and bookings. Now we've judged it all up a bit. So it's brand new. It's a spangly edition. But most importantly, it's specifically written for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. Now, everything in there will take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, and will increase your reach, simplify and amplify all of your marketing efforts. Now, this in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients and 
naturally along with that, more of that all important money that we all want more of as well. Now it underpins everything I teach to all of my one-to-one coaching clients and I'd like to share it with you. So if you want a very short, effective strategy and a checklist to give your bookings a boost starting today, go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost, B-O-O-S-T, or click the link in the episode description and download your copy with my compliments today. Today, I've got some incredibly good news, uh, someone I'm incredibly excited for you to meet because today we are talking about everyone's favorite topic, social media. Now, when I say everyone's favorite topic, yeah, that might not be so many of your favorite thing in the whole world, but because it's the one thing that people have so many questions about because it's constantly shifting. I was out at an event in Los Angeles last week, and again, the sessions about social media were always the ones that people asked the most questions in. We know we need to embrace it, but There's new advice seemingly every single day, new platforms, algorithm changes, do this, do that, curate your grid, make sure everything's branded, use stories, use reels, try this app, try that app. It's non-stop. It's exhausting. And why, why isn't there someone out there just making this easier? Well, as you know, we do give you the social simplifier here, which each month will save you a ton of time by giving you done-for-you posts, template posts, and an entire month's worth of post ideas specifically designed for your beauty business. Head over to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash social if you've not got your copy. It's just $1 or £1, and right now you can get that for uh, November and December, but it's very little even when you carry on compared to the time that you're going to save each month. But what if you really, really want to up your social media game? What if you really want to embrace all of that social media, take better pictures, post better posts, create better captions, all in-house, possibly all by yourself? What do you do? Where do you go? Who should you speak to? Well, I have the answer for you. I would like you to meet my new friend, Ben. Now, Ben is the secret weapon. Well, I guess now not so secret weapon behind some of the most innovative brands in the beauty business on social media. He's the founder and director of the awesomely named Content Queens. Uh, Ben is best known for inspiring and empowering business owners to create their own truly engaging social media content designed specifically to convert their followers into loyal paying clients. Now, he's a fully qualified hairdresser and former marketing manager for Jamie Oliver's company. Ben's passion is branding, design, and marketing. Now, he launched Content Queens back in 2021 and has already worked with an educated over 2,500 hair and beauty professionals worldwide with his tools and his tricks to grow their brands by applying those concepts of design, content creation, and social media marketing all wrapped up in his own initiatives. Now, today, just for you, I have kidnapped him, not really, but I got him on the phone and we had a really, really great conversation uh, designed to just give you as much of his advice as we can to help you up-level all of your social media. He shares his very best advice, his favorite tools, the apps that he uses and recommends to his own clients, and some of the tricks to help you level up your own social media. So without further ado, I'd like you to meet Ben. Okay, so I want to welcome to the show. In fact, I want to introduce you to uh, someone that I've uh, made pretty good friends with recently, um, Ben Lifton. Ben, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. 
It is a pleasure. It's great to have you on. So um, we're going to get into what we're talking about today, which is, I know, one of everyone's favorite topics, which is going to be social media. I think we're going to kind of talk about it in a slightly different way, which is going to be fun. But before we do that, I want to just kind of to, to ground people and get everyone familiar with you and your background. Could you just give us kind of the the 60-second potted history of Ben and uh, and how you've arrived at where you are now? Of course, yeah. So I um, back in the day, I trained as a hairdresser and worked in a fair few salons, loved it, and then cool. went on to, um, to kind of build a career in branding and, um, and content creation and marketing. Um, was lucky enough to work with the fabulous Jamie Oliver, so managed all of his book and TV releases for a fair few years. Wow which was really good. Yeah, it was good fun and worked um, agency side. So worked with Super Drugs and Co-op and Sally's Hair Beauty. Um, so that was good times. Um, and then it kind of came 360 when um, I became an entrepreneur and d- basically saw a massive gap in the market for hairdressers um, who were unable to really create good content for social media. Um, and it was at the time when Guy Tang was really like big, on social media and everyone's like, guy tang this, guy tang that. And um, and I was like, well, everyone else out there has the ability to create amazing content if they just knew how. So basically that's what I do. I train hair and beauty professionals how to create better content. So whether that's taking pictures or editing videos or doing reels, TikToks, creating a website, everything associated with the visuals of a brand for hair and beauty, I help them do it basically and polish polish things up so yeah that's that's me in a nutshell and yep, um, i love that it, yeah do, been doing it for about four and a half years now so yeah been lucky enough to train over two and a half thousand hair and beauty worldwide which is great now we're going to get into a couple of other and some really practical bits in this episode which yeah, i'm really excited about now there's a couple of things i just want to pick up on there first of all um you very specifically said that you got into doing marketing and branding and social. Mm. Now, I love the way that you put that because I think there's a lot of people out there who would kind of roll all of those things into one and presume they're the same thing. So what, if I'm not putting you on the spot too much, what is your kind of definition of or the difference between marketing, branding and social? So branding for me, now this is a very (laughs) controversial answer, but branding for me is more about the visual and the emotional uh, way that you communicate your business. So, you know, from a very watered down point of view, do you have with your logo, is it more a handwritten kind of hat logo? So it elicits a little bit more like a friendly vibe versus mm-hmm. is it a bright neon kind of aesthetic? So, you know, you've got two very different brand visuals from that point of view. That's the branding things. And then also with branding comes like the emotional side of things of the way that you communicate. Are you softer with your with the way that you type and the way that you word things? Or are you a bit like brash and a bit in people's faces? That's your branding as well. So the way that you look and sound. Marketing, I've always lived by the mantra of <laughs> you're bringing your product or service to people. And it's just, that is marketing. So it's how you're doing that, whether that's through social media, blogging, uh, YouTubing, uh, trade events, that's marketing. So you're bringing your product or your service to market, basically. Um, and then social media was the third one, right? Yeah. Or content creation, no? Uh, well, let's do both. Where, how, how, do, how do both fit into that? 
So content creation is quite literally the actual content that you're creating. So again, whether that is, um, whether that is the actual physical video or mm -hmm. the, the picture that you're taking. Um, and also it's more about the skill set there. So it's like having the eye to think about the lighting, the composition, the pacing of the editing, the music that you use, the, that's that more technical side of the actual content creation. And then social media is merely, in my opinion, just the platform, or as I like to describe it, the vehicle, um, to get your, to get your content to the right people, which is your marketing. So yeah, the social media, whether that is Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, be real, all of these different platforms that we've got nowadays for small business owners. Amazing. So I guess from that description there, you'd say brand, brand is kind of the top, the overarching thing, then yep. down to marketing, then down to the content you're creating and then the vehicle you're actually using to put it out there. Exactly. Love it. Really simple, really simple way to look at that. I think that's brilliant. Now, the other thing that I love about the way you do it is you work with people in what I think is a very different way because I think the majority of uh, people who are helping with social media at the moment are doing it in one of two ways. They've either got, you know, here, take my social media course or like eight weeks to better social media or something like that. And, or there's done few agencies. But what I love about the way you do it is you actually, you kind of both fall in the middle and overarch all of it because you actually teach people how to improve their social media, right? So yeah, basically, um, as a small business owner, you've got to try and test a gazillion different formats and ways of doing things before you find something that sticks. Um, mm -hmm. And the way that I've found the gaps in my client's knowledge, the ways to fill that is through two different forms. Basically, the first form is mentoring. So it's one-to-one -one mentoring. So it's, yep. you know, every month we'll jump on a Zoom just like this and we'll go through their objectives. We'll work through whatever they've got problems with, whether that is from a technical point of view on how to be editing a video or how to be uh, getting more reach on TikTok or how to be communicating, how to be writing an email for their email series, or if it's working more holistically on their business objectives and, you know, where they're actually wanting to go with their business, whether they're wanting to grow their team or scale down their team or, you know, move into freelancing. So that's where the mentoring comes in. And that's where I get like the amazing results. And I work with a very small handful of clients because mm -hmm. I don't want to stretch myself thinly and I want to make sure, sure that I'm giving my clients the best service. So that's the mentoring side of the business. And then simultaneously, I've got the social superstar subscription, which is for lack of a better phrase, is a private YouTube account. So it's mm -hmm. over a hundred training videos, bite size, step-by-step, step, press this button, touch this, use this program, edit yeah. it like this, use this type of thing here. This is how you edit a website, everything, step-by-step step for hair and beauty professionals. Because I know that the biggest, the biggest barrier to entry for anyone becoming a content creator or building their brand or investing into marketing is lack of time and skill set. Mm -hmm. So they're bite-sized videos that people can dip in and out and they're all broken down methodically so that you, and chronologically basically, so you work through and, and you basically upskill as you're going. So you learn something, you apply it, you learn something, you apply mm -hmm. it. And rather than doing, um, yeah, like, uh, like a, a fixed course of like six weeks training on, on X, Y, and Z. I personally found that that wasn't getting the results 
no. good enough results for people. Um, of course, I could sit here as a small business owner and be like, yeah, I'm going to do that because it was great. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, give me your money. But that's not my objective. You know, I want yeah. to make sure that people get value for money. And I know that those two formats work really, really well for my audience. Yeah. And it gets really, really good results, basically. Yeah. And that, and that's another thing that I like from from looking at your stuff as well. You're not just going, here's how you write better posts. You, you do that, but it's also like, do you know what? Here's how you take better pictures. And here's the settings you need on your camera. And do you know what? Here's how you bring lighting into it. And here's how you do this. It's like every single aspect of it, which I think is... I've not seen that anywhere else before, which is great. Now, we're not afraid to get controversial on this show. And you did say that when you were looking at this, you found that there was kind of a gap in the market for hairdressers. So... What, in your opinion, even today, what, in your opinion, is broken or wrong or not right about the way most hair and beauty businesses, most hair and beauty business owners handle their social posts? God, that is such a good question. <laughs> um, it's lack of direction. That's the biggest thing. Lack of direction and lack of communication or the ability to communicate. Those are the two biggest things. The first lack of direction is that a business owner... Mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, don't actually know what they want their business to look like aesthetically. So coming back to that branding, they don't really know mm-hmm. what they want the brand to look like. And they go around frantically being like, oh, that famous brand over there does it like that. I'm going to do that as well. <laughs> or I saw a free thing on TikTok and it said to do your things like that. So I'm going to do that. Reality is, is that they don't want either of those. They're actually they don't know what they want. And so it takes time to experiment and work out. And so if they don't know what they want, they don't know how to communicate and they, and they don't know how to communicate that to their members of staff. And so their members of staff are creating stuff for them, which isn't what they want. And so it becomes a self-perpetuating cycle of like, well, this isn't what I want. And then that demotivates the member of staff to not create anything. And then they get miserable because they're not, the staff aren't creating anything. And it all comes back to, well, you haven't got a clear vision of what you want your business and your brand to look like. And secondly, you need to communicate that clearly to your members of staff. Or if you're not, if you're a self-employed person and freelance, then you're not communicating that to maybe your editor, your video editor, or if you're not communicating that to your assistant, if you've got an assistant. So those two things are so key of having a clear vision of of what it is you want things to look like and what you want to be communicated and how to then communicate that to the people who are around you. I guess if that's a confused message, then it's only going to confuse the people at the other end, the the clients, the audience you want to reach. They'll be like, oh, what's going on here? That's probably why you're not getting the reactions that you you want to be getting. Exactly. How much would you say about social... Because obviously social media now is... It's it's not going anywhere. Um, I think we've all accepted it is... Some we have to make this part of our marketing strategy overall. And I think we all fight against it. We're all time poor, especially if, like you say, you're running a team or running a business yourself. So I think a lot of... From what I see, a lot of it comes down to you sort of suddenly realize you haven't posted for for a bit and you've got, oh, rush a post out. So you have a quick idea, like you say, you quickly take a picture of someone's hair and you post it out there and yeah, you get nothing back. So I guess really the the, the key thing about social media is you've got to stand out these days, right? So how would you say, how important is it, would you say, in social media to stand out? So when it comes to social media and creating your content in general, everyone always thinks that you do have to be like the funniest, the the most quirky, the most vibrant in order to stand out. And I just don't agree with that. I think that 
you've got to find what makes you feel comfortable and put those boundaries in place to make sure that you're growing your business and communicating what it is, what it is that you do in an authentic and comfortable way. So the first thing is that a lot of people come to me thinking, oh, I don't want to like prance around and like be pointing at text bubbles on screen yeah. and stuff, which I would never encourage anyone to do. I think they're awkward AF, but some people might love them. Fine, if that's your cup of tea, you do you, hun. But for the people who, who, who want to stand out but don't know how to, in my opinion, it's all about using your voice. Everyone's got a voice, we should use it. Whether that is writing um, the, the, the client journey, for example, using text bubbles on an Instagram reel or a TikTok, or doing a voiceover. So many people think that you know people are gonna judge you because you're doing a voiceover, explaining the client journey, or, or saying the, the mixtures that you used on a client's hair, for example. Um, and it's like, no one cares. Like you're communicating to, to a client, you're not communicating to your peers per se. So for me, it's to stand out, you've just got to be, it sounds so wanky, but it is, you do just have to be you. And it takes time to trial and trial and error, loads of different things. And that's the thing that a lot of people come up against is that they're afraid to try different things in right. order for them to fail, to then be like, well, that didn't work. I'm not gonna do that again, but I'm gonna try mm -hmm. something else. And I've always said, it's the same with a career, um, <laughs> that you always want to work out what you don't want to do in order to yeah. find out what you do want to do. And I think it's the same with, so with content and social media. You've got to try little different things, see what felt right, see what got you some good results, and lather rinse, repeat it until mm -hmm. it becomes a bit boring and then you try something else. But in the meantime, you're gonna do things that are gonna be in your stretch zone. They're not gonna be in your comfort zone. They're not gonna be in an uncomfortable zone, but they'll be in a stretch zone. And it will, it will stretch you to be a better creator and it will make you work out whether you enjoyed it or not. And that's how, in my opinion, you start to stand out. Love it. Love it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, you've got to stretch yourself sometimes, but equally you've got to find your groove and, and with social media, I think because we're, I keep mentioning sort of time poor, but I think there's a lot of expectation that we put on ourselves to get it right every time and straight away rather than thinking of it of this might not work let's give it a shot exactly and it's so interesting because it's like on social media i seem to be i'm, I'm a big music head i love music and i love the music industry and mm -hmm. it's so annoying to constantly be targeted with content about music artists some of my favorite artists being like oh well, this is so and so's flop era and it's like well it wasn't <laughs> a flop era they just did an album which didn't really resonate with with the target market at the, at that moment in time. You know, it's the same as you know Adam and myself. You know, we're going to try and trial and error things, which will be technically our flop era. But luckily, mm -hmm. we're not under a microscope and being scrutinised by every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So you know, everyone faces it, and you yeah. know that stretch zone is there to 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 grow us as business owners and as individuals. And we just have to get comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable. Love it. Love that. Right. Now, you've worked with a lot of uh, people, like I said, thousands of them, helping them with uh, their social media. So without giving away your trade secrets, um, is there like two or three really basic things that you kind of come up against and see all the time that are kind of maybe quite easy fixes that you could give some sort of quick suggestions to? First is prioritize video. Everyone knows that, right, okay. but we do need to prioritize video. If you're doing a hair picture, do a hair video. If you're doing <laughs> a lashes picture, do a lashes video. It's not hard. You've already got the client there. 
you're mm -hmm. creating the content, get a bloody video. Um, and that goes for whether you're doing, whether you're posting on social media for your reviews. You know, traditionally you might do some screen grabs of your reviews, overlay them on a nice little hair picture or beauty, like a facial picture or something, overlay it on a video. Simple. Just start mm -hmm. to get into the rhythm of prioritizing video rather than thinking about the pictures. Lighting as well is really underrated. Natural light is my absolute favorite. I will always recommend mm -hmm. any of my hair clients. And now the majority of my clients are in the UK where it rains 99.9% .9 of the time. <laughs> However, there's ways around it. Even standing right at the front of the store where you've got the most natural light pouring in, perfect. That natural light is your best friend. I personally don't like ring lights, but that's just a complete personal preference. Yeah. I agree. Ring lights are a great alternative if you are going to, if you, if you haven't got natural light. Top tip with ring lights is you always want to be in the darkest area of your salon space or wherever you are so that you've not got a contradicting light source. So you've not got natural light contradicting artificial mm -hmm. light and then it just blows everything out. Like it just looks crazy. So natural light is always going to be your best friend. Um, and from a streamlining point of view, there's something that I've come across recently which is called repurpose.io now this is like an absolute game changer and it's basically you post you create your piece of content you post it on one platform let's say for argument's sake instagram reels you can then set it so that it automatically or within 10 minutes then gets posted onto facebook reels gets posted onto your TikTok, gets posted onto your Pinterest, gets posted onto your linkedin page gets saved to a google drive folder gets saved to a dropbox folder automatically without you doing a thing. So it's all automated and you've just posted across God knows how many different platforms and you didn't have to lift a finger. You literally posted it yeah. on one platform and that's vice versa. If you posted it on TikTok, you can automate it to go to all the other different platforms as well. I've been using it for about a month now and it's mm -hmm. been, I mean, the amount of time I have extra is great. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mentioned that to someone, uh, I, th I think I mentioned it at a, the talk I was giving or something. I don't know if it was that tool, but it was a very similar one. And I got a load of people coming back going, oh, well, I've heard that if you don't post it direct to the platform, then you don't get quite as much reach. And I was like, okay, that may be true, but you've just posted it to every platform with no effort on your behalf. So you've already contradicted that because you've already got the reach. Unless you're telling me you sit there and manually post it to every single platform, then Which no good one on does. you. <laughs> you've clearly got a lot more time on your hands. And that's it. It's always about a trade-off, isn't it? It's yeah. like, well, you either accept that there's gonna you're gonna take a hit on your reach and your engagement, but you're gonna be time rich, or you're gonna yeah. be lacking in time because you're posting on each individual platform. And I'm just like, it's a no-brainer for me. And I'm like, my ego has learned to take a big backseat when it comes to engagement <laughs> because I'm like, you know what, hun? You ain't gonna go viral every time. So no. get over it. All right. <laughs> I think there's also a um, a consistency of familiarity. I uh, embarrassingly just so I just mentioned that this last couple of days I've been doing a, an actual real life in person event, um, and I whenever I'm doing one of those, I sort of feel this need and pressure to post a little bit more because most of the time I'm kind of sat in my office doing coaching calls, and it's not that interesting. It's difficult to kind of make that look cool on video. Whereas suddenly when I'm out at a nice venue with a load of other people, it's dead easy to get loads of content. So I was kind of taking lots of uh, video, prioritizing video, like you said, and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a little reel and I'm going to put some of that fancy, uh, you know, music behind it, like all the cool trends do. Yeah. And I suddenly realized 
I've got no idea how to put video behind this clip. <laughs> so I'm in Instagram clicking on all the buttons and eventually I figure out how to do it. And then for some reason, the track I pick insists on putting the words over my image. I'm like, I don't want that. And I think, I think I may have abandoned it at that point after trying for 10 minutes. And it's like, actually, if I'd knew, known what I was doing, that whole process could have taken me two minutes. Um, yeah. But because I didn't, don't do it often enough, I then probably, in fact, I think I did abandon it and I just didn't do it. So then I just wasted that time entirely. So yeah, getting getting really familiar with the tools that you're doing, not only so you know what's possible and how to do it, but so that you can then save your time further down the line as well, I guess. Exactly. And that's where a lot of people go wrong in the hair and beauty industry is that, you know, I, I see a lot of people wanting to go zero to a hundred overnight and it's like, yeah. that's going to happen. You've got to learn the basics. You need to learn, like I say, video editing, video composition, mm -hmm. which app to use, you know, how, which buttons to press. And then once you invest that time there to learn it, then your life becomes so much easier later down the line when you are just bashing together a video, for example. Yeah, I love it. Now, I mentioned lighting there, which is super important. I didn't understand when I started doing a lot more video things, I didn't understand the difference lighting can make. It's like you can have a, a very, very average camera. And let's face it, if you've got an iPhone or a modern phone in your hands, you've actually got a very advanced camera, but a tiny bit of extra light, huge, huge difference. Um, but you've also mentioned there, apps. Now, apps can make a huge difference here. You mentioned repurpose for repurposing thing. What other kind of go-to apps do you use regularly, um, both yourself and, and with your clients? So my absolute go-to for all things video editing is CapCut. Absolutely love CapCut. Cap okay. So it's free for a start. It's incredibly <laughs> advanced. Like they've just released the desktop version and it's okay. free. Did I mention it's free? Um, <laughs> and it's way better than Final Cut Pro or iMovie. It is so intuitive. I do, every, I do all video editing on my phone. Um, and so I just do it through the CapCut app. It's actually owned by, I'm pretty sure they've got some sort of partnership or they're owned by TikTok. So if you've ever okay. edited a video inside of TikTok, then it's exactly the same editing software as CapCut. But CapCut's just much more advanced. So that is my go-to. So in okay. there... You can do all of your videos. You can add captions automatically so you don't have to export it to an external app, etc. So you can literally just add auto captions to your videos. It's gorgeous. I love CapCut. So without shadow of a doubt, that one for, for all video content. Obviously, Canva goes without saying for all yeah. other marketing collateral. You know, I've been doing business cards, been doing uh, presentation decks, been doing pitch decks, been doing assets for the website recently. All of that goes through Canva. Likewise, with all of my gorgeous clients, they're all creating their, their um, reviews. They're doing all of their price lists. They're doing all their stories through Canva. It goes without saying, invest into Canva. <laughs> um, and then from a hairdresser's point of view, I, I, I really do think, well, sorry. And from a hair and beauty professional's point of view, I genuinely think that you're pretty much covered with CapCut, Canva, and then repurpose.io. That's it. And you'd kind of sort it. Cool. I got as far as, it's really interesting to say that I'm going to actually have to go and, and look more into it. Somebody else a few months ago mentioned CapCut and I got as far as downloading it onto my phone and I think that's as far as I got. But I think the reason I did it was I'd started noticing on a load of this short form video, these kind of up-leveled captions. Um, so not just your standard captions within Instagram. And I was like, they look cool. And let's face it, a lot of us, when we're scrolling, we don't have the sound on. So those captions are so important. Um, and I guess as well, 
if you've got more control over them, you can kind of bring that into your world of brand as well and they can kind of match your brand colors. So I think that's why someone mentioned CapCut to me and I downloaded it to my phone and I yeah, haven't done anything with it since then. Now I'm going to actually have to go and look at the damn thing and uh, find out more about how that works. Um, I actually had uh, a, a sort of a weird realization, although short form video has been around for ages now with reels and stories and TikTok and all that. And I think I'd kind of rallied against it a little bit or, or kind of resisted it because I'm so used to creating longer things. And I was like, how can I, how am I going to get my longer things down into these short videos? And then the other day I sort of realized, I was like, actually, no, short form video is a gift because we don't have much time. Mm-hmm. People don't have very much attention span anymore. And it's not about trying to get a half an hour training down into 15 seconds. It's taking a tiny bit of that, turning it into 15 seconds. And it means I'm not having to create a script that flows into something. You can just get to the point really, really quickly. I think someone someone else I follow was like five sentences. Five sentences is your maximum for like a, a 15, 30 second um, thing. So whatever you're trying to say, boil it down to five sentences, quickly shoot as a video and you know, time is then on your side as long as you know how to edit it and use the tools and have the right tools in place in the first place. So no, I love that. And yeah, obviously Canva as well. I, how we used to work without Canva, I've got no idea. I mean, just said to you before, Ben, I've got some business cards to create. There's no two ways about it. I will be logging into Canva after this, throwing some stuff on a, a pre-programmed template, <laughs> changing some colors and printing it out. Done. <laughs> exactly. And the power of Canva, it's just like, I, I, I just can't get over how how many people sit on it still. And it's just like, it's genius. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's £10 a month well spent <laughs> for the premium account. That's, that's it. Yeah. And then you also don't need to go and find photos from somewhere else because there's so many yeah. in there as well. So it's just it's just okay. done for you. So yeah, get Canva. Right. Now, another thing that I come up against, and I imagine you do too, is people want to embrace, so business owners want to embrace video uh, and they want to embrace social, but they are petrified of actually being on camera themselves. And they know they need to be personal. They know they get need to get their quote-unquote marketing voice in there. But how can they do that? if they are terrified of being on the camera and on a video themselves? Really good question. And it is something that, you know, comes down to everyone is different with this. Mm -hmm. There's a few different ways of introducing yourself into your content. The first is, I think I've mentioned this previously, but voiceover. It's a great starting point. You've already got a transformation video. Just talk about the client journey as a voiceover. Top Mm -hmm. tips when doing voiceovers, don't try and do the whole bloody thing at once because you're going to be out of breath and it's going to sound exhausting and very frantic towards the end. So you want to do it like you just said, I love what you just said. There are five sentences, sentence by sentence. So maybe more than five. It might, it might need a few more than five sometimes or a few less than five sometimes, but aim for one sentence at a time, one bit at a time, one chunk of your transformation video. Again, you can do all of that inside a cap cut. Beautiful. Um, so voiceovers for sure. Um, the second is to, feature yourself and your client into some sort of video transition, for example. So if you're doing a before and after, like the absolute go-to for before and after for hairdressers is a cape swoosh. So basically client is sat in the chair, stylist is stood behind them, client's got a cape on, the the stylist swooshes um, the cape over um, off of them. And then as the cape uh, goes over to the top left or the top right hand side of the video screen, then it's the big reveal of the new hair. That 
is an absolute bread and butter of a video transition. It's in, it's in my online course and it's one that a lot of my students use. But that's a really nice way because it's got your face and your client's face and it's just riding a trend, you know? It's, it's just showing a bit of personality um, without you having to stand there feeling like a news, news presenter. Um, so that's a nice way to start to introduce yourself into your content. Um, but then with regards to actually talking to, um, talking to your community over and above that, one way that one of my, um, self-employed artists works really well on, on camera is just to be talking about her availability, uh, for the, for the upcoming week. So she'll just jump mm -hmm. onto stories. She'll put whatever filter she wants to put on. She definitely doesn't use like anything that is ridiculous. Um, there's a couple on there that just help, you know, blur out the background, et cetera, and just make you feel a bit zhuzhy. And she'll just explain, hey, everyone. So, you know, I've got some availability for a, for a balayage on Thursday. If you want it, just slide in the DMs or click the link here. So they're just saying, you know, I've got the availability for this service. If you want it, do this. Mm -hmm. That's it. And they're just jumping onto an Instagram story or it could be a TikTok story and just and just starting to use their voice there and they're not sat there being like today i'm using the color formulation xyz <laughs> plus the peroxide developer it's like no one cares about that unless you're talking to other hairdressers you don't need to do that type of thing in my opinion so those three ways of of starting to to include yourself into your content are great ways to get yourself into that stretch zone and to just show up basically without it just always being the back of your client's head or you know if you're doing it if you're a uh if you're a nail tech it, it's more than just doing nails all the time mm. i love that i think that's a really good kind of way of thinking about it we need to embrace video stop trying to contrive and think of a video to do just think okay i'm going to post this can i do it as a video because I've never even thought of reading out availability. That's just that's absolutely genius. And suddenly it becomes <laughs> a lot more engaging. Um, and it's it's something that you'll probably normally have just like taken a picture of or you know, put a again canva image up of like, here's my availability and put it in the comments. You're actually gonna save yourself time <laughs> once you can get over being on the video or your voice being okay. on the video. I love it. Amazing. Uh, now, one other thing that you mentioned to me when we had a little chat before was about um, your view on taking care when you're actually posting on social. Can you explain a little bit more about that? I can't remember what I was you saying. You can't remember what you said. I can tell you you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, you did a whole thing on how about taking <laughs> taking more care. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, I think we've got some amazing stuff there anyway. So that's so we've covered kind that's of... It, man. We've got <laughs> recovered to... Don't remember what I ate for breakfast, mate. Yeah, so. It was really, really, really important. Only I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we've got loads of good stuff there. Uh, loads of bases. I think that's great. So now what's really, what I can't believe we haven't done yet is we haven't actually mentioned the name of your business yet, Ben. So tell us what your business is called. So my business is called Content Queens, spelled K-W-E-E-N-S, mainly because oh. the real spelling was taken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Taking adversity and turning it around and making it your own brand. Perfect. Exactly. Um, yeah, the story behind that was I didn't want, because there's so much buzz around the word social media, I didn't feel mm -hmm. it, that I needed the word social inside of it. And yep. I do feel like, you know, content is what you put on social media. So therefore, that's what I actually help people on, on, on really nailing is getting content on fleek. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, content queens. 
I love that. So Ben has, like I said, this these two amazing ways of working with people, depending on exactly what you need and the different levels and how much input. But the the stories that you've had and the the impact you've had on businesses has just been amazing. So yes, go check out his website. And I have to say, uh, when I did, I had enormous website envy because <laughs> it's just so nice to look at and simple and straight to the point. And I just looked at it and went, why can my stuff not be quite so clean and straight to the point? Why do I have to say, you know, two paragraphs for what Ben can manage to say in one sentence? Very frustrating, but very, very good. So obviously Content Queens is contentqueens.com. Contentqueens.com, yeah. Contentqueens.com. But if people want to check out your social media as well and see how it's done properly, where's the best place for them to follow you online? Content Queens. So K-W-E-E-N-S at the end. So Content Queens, all one word. It's a nice blue logo. Might change it, but it's currently blue. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, thank you for the, your comment on the website there. I'm, I'm, you know, just to give people a bit of insight, you know, that's a classic case of it being tried and tested. I've, I've done about, God knows, 17 different versions of the website. So it's ever changing. So, you know, what, makes what me feel it is now <laughs> is not what it's going to be in a year's time, but right here, right now, it's, it's fit for purpose. So. <laughs> so amazing. So at Content Queens or contentqueens.com, we'll put those uh, links in the podcast description on your phone and also on the show notes pages as well. So you can go check it out. Ben, thank you so much for being on the show. Really, really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your knowledge with us today. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. No problem. I will very, very much speak to you soon. Likewise. Ciao, ciao. Now, whenever I speak to someone so clearly on top of things in social media, it really inspires me to want to do more with my own social media. But then, you know, life happens and inevitably it doesn't happen or you don't get around to it. And that's, you know, things kind of stay the same. But that's exactly why you need to work with someone like Ben if social media is a focus for you. Honestly, the content in his programs, which I had a sneak peek at, is amazing. He is annoyingly good everything. He makes everything look so easy. But then again, he shows you how to do everything in just the detail that you need whilst leaving nothing out. And he makes it fun too. And like Ben said, if you still need motivation and the accountability on the social side of things, including is my social media working for me? Probably the most important question. Then you can work with Ben one-to-one. All these details you can find on Ben's website. We've put all of Ben's contact details in the show notes, which as usual, you can find at beautybusinesspodcast.com or in the episode description for this very episode right there on your podcast application that you're listening to right now on your phone. However, if you're itching to follow, stalk, or message Ben right now, just head to contentqueens.com. Now that's Queens spelled K-W-E-E-N-S. Okay. So if you've enjoyed this episode, quick favor to ask first, would you mind heading to the rating section of the app that you're listening to on and giving the show a quick rating? It's usually a one tap thing as to whether you think it's worth a three, a four or a five star kind of thing. Now, if you fancy leaving me a review, that would be very much appreciated too. It does take quite a bit of time to put an episode like this together. So a little bit of feedback would mean the world to me. Now, that's it for this week's episode. I look forward to being back right here speaking to you, like the possibly guilty conscience voice inside of your head, in another week's time. Unless, of course, you're binge listening, in which case, crack on with the next episode. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. 
And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.